Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. We can take our shirts off for this one, guys. We can, because there's no YouTube. Take it off. Get naked. Oh, what a relief. Let's celebrate. Isn't it nice? Dude, you know, this song has a different vibe when you're, like, winning a playoff series than it normally does. Oh, winning a playoff series now. A series? There we go. That's a little bit of a jump. Leading in a playoff series. (laughs) Oh, okay. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? (laughs) And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. What's up, Jay? Good day to you as well, Craig. You don't have to leave us any ratings or reviews. We don't care anymore, right? Do we care? No. I mean, it'd be nice. It doesn't matter anymore. Because you know what the only thing that matters right now? I don't even care. Should they subscribe? Do we need them to subscribe, guys? Doesn't matter. Whoever needs to be here is here right now. This is the one fucking podcast, guys. That isn't afraid to call it right now. Nixon four motherfuckers. Woo! That's right. Oh. Nixon four. Really? Yeah, we're gonna get into it. But first, Bet Online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. That's right. Even though it's over, that's still the motherfucking script, Barry. <laughs> it is. Believe sent. How's that possible? That's you what change I said. It. That's what I said. Believe sent the script. I, I go to my I go to my emails to check before every show to make sure. And I look down, it's the same script. But they did say in the email, maybe you want to replace the college basketball with something about the NBA playoffs. Believe, could you just maybe fucking you could update? Bet on. Can you just update the fucking script? Is it that hard? <laughs> Is it that hard? Well, Barry, did you make any blet bets? Blets? Did you make any bets for the for playoffs yet? Um, I made two. And? I made um I made a, a, a that Julius Randle would score a three pointer as the first basket of the game, which was close, but it didn't happen. Ah, okay. So, you know those are big other, odds. Those those one? bets. So those are, those are fun. And the other one was that the Knicks would win, um, getting four and a half points, uh, which oh. they did. Well, my bet is still alive, boys. My hundred dollar bet. Fifteen. How many more wins do I need? Fifteen. Quite a few. So 15. Vegas is still on the 15 table. 15 sounds easy, Craig. All right, guys. If you want to bet online, bet online. It's your college basketball headquarters this season. All right. <laughs> Head to the website today to use your- I think you mean next season. And next, next season, season. Yeah. Whenever. When it's happening, when it's not happening. <laughs> Go to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up and get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BLEAV to get your bonus betonline.ag where the game starts guys we're back the Knicks are back in the fucking playoffs Julius Randle is back with a vengeance doing this what was he doing to the Cleveland crowd he was saying come on I'll take on the villain I'll take it on right now this is game one I'm here bring it on motherfuckers this game was shades of the 90s Knicks that Getting under under the skin of Mitchell there. Mitchell gave him a shove. Yeah, coming up with big boards. Josh Hart. I thought he was going to go Isaac down with Okoro a, taking a bunch of elbows to the face. I thought Josh Hart went down with a season-ending knee injury for a second. Then he comes. Oh my back god, that was scary. He didn't that even was come scary. out of the game. Dude, if he would have come out of the game, the series is as good as over, man. He is the bloodline of this oh, fucking team. The role that so he plays. Good. <laughs> he came back and hit that clutch three. Oh, how important is he? 17 points. He's as important rebounds, as anybody. RJ Barrett, 2 for 12. Emmanuel quickly 0 for 5. But guys, Jalen Brunson. 
course, we come to the series and everyone's, you know, I think a lot of Knicks fans are, you know, obviously we missed out on Donovan Mitchell this offseason, but Jalen Brunson has proven to be just as good, just as important. Who knows where let, we? Let me ask you, who knows where we'd be if we had, we'd, we had Donovan Mitchell? But we don't. We have Jalen Brunson, and it was our team who question. came out on top tonight. If if we win this series, are we still going to have to listen to people talking about that? Like anymore, Stephen A. Or Smith, no? or is that just? Or does I, this? Put, no. or would that put it to bed? I think it it's to bed. bed. It's to bed. There's anyway. no better way to put it to bed. I know that. I, in my opinion, it is. But you still have people whining and moaning and complaining about what happened. But like you would think, if we're able to move past them. That that think, will be the end of it. I think a lot of people have moved past it already because you know that you would have had to given up some type of combination that included either a Quentin Grimes and or an Emmanuel quickly. And they were so vital to how this team operated and functioned and won and the reasons that they were successful this year and like created the identity that they are. So, I, I mean, I think most people got over it, you know, about three quarters of the way through the season, if not earlier. Yeah, and J- like, who knows where he'd be if it was Donovan Mitchell? Jalen Brunson is the perfect right. fit for this team. It'd be completely different. Yeah. The leadership, the grit. I mean, it would it would could be completely different. He doesn't need. He does have the ball in his hands, but he doesn't need it. He doesn't need to dominate. He's sharing, dude. It's, it's a yeah, and, and, and nobody like nobody's arguing that that Jalen Brunson is as good as Donovan Mitchell. You know, especially like like overall offensively, as good as Donovan Mitchell, but. Do you feel like Jalen Brunson can't go toe-to-toe with Donovan at this point, like in this particular series? We saw him do it last game in the regular season. We saw him do it tonight. I feel like anytime Donovan Mitchell comes down the score, uh, comes down the court, you know, and starts putting on his own show, Brunson is right there and can go toe-to-toe to him. I'm confident in that, you know, for, for him to throw punches back at him. Absolutely. Jalen Brunson has been so good at the end of these games. He had that bucket that put him up four, right? And then he's just in control, just in control. But how long was Julius Randle out for? And he comes right back. He started off a lot better than he finished. Ended up seven for 20, but 19 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. Had that huge rebound towards the end of the game, guys, when it looked like it was fucking slipping away or did looked like it did slip away. Yeah, It felt like it. I was like, I mean... Jay, was that when your son was sitting by you, when they started no, to lose no, it? No, um, no, it, it was. I think the beginning of the fourth quarter. I think is when I texted you for that. So, so it was before they had started to collapse. Dude, I was doing a lot of my superstitious shit. I was, I, I sent you some drawings on my iPad, right? So during halftime, I took my iPad out and was drawing some shit for, our, for that other project. And um, then when the third quarter started. I was still doing a little doodling and the Knicks were playing well. So then I felt like I couldn't stop doodling. <laughs> so I was just, I had my iPad out and I'm just like drawing like whatever at like for like 45 minutes just to keep it going. Um, well, we, we had, I, I had been watching with, with Cal the whole game and Ryan had been upstairs and then he starts walking down the stairs at one point as it was falling apart and I was like, whatever you're doing, I said, just stop. <laughs> and he just kept walking because he, he didn't believe me. And it was right as then Hart hit the three. And then I said, all right, I said, you are glued to that spot on the floor until this game is over. You cannot, you cannot move. My daughter. You know, what does yeah, he know? He's, no, my- he's 14. He's looking at me like I've got 10 heads. And I'm like, I'm not joking at all. Do not move from that spot. I told my whole family, I'm on the couch tonight. At six o'clock, watching the game for two and a half hours. Nobody's bothering me. And then my daughter, who's only six, comes up and snuggles right up to me in the fourth <laughs> quarter when it was like falling apart. I didn't have the, get over I did not have the heart to say anything, but I inside I was like, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You're ruining this whole game. I'm gonna lose because of you, god damn it. <laughs> but somehow we came through, Barry. How are you feeling after that win? What, what, that was the first did I hear this right? Was that the first Knicks road playoff win since 1999? How could that? I think be? It was their first road game one win. Oh, the first road game <laughs> one. A win. Lot I knew of that sounded impossible. <laughs> so who the fuck the gives a shit about that? First road game one win in a non. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, that, that feels gear. that's like one of those stats you, you find gear. out and then you're like, all right, I'm just gonna toss this one out because it's not worth even fucking yeah, saying how out many, loud. How many game ones on the road in the playoffs have we even had? In the past Since two. then, how many playoffs? Not games much. Have we three, <laughs> like three of them. It's, a, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but who cares? It's still huge, man. To 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 take the lead in this series that you know is going to be tight. If the Knicks have any chance, I know you were, you said the Knicks in four, and, and obviously it's, it's tongue in cheek. If the Knicks have any chance of winning this series, we know it's going to be a long series, six or seven in, games. That was not tongue in cheek. <laughs> fine. Let me talk sure. to to, to people fine. that have uh, any common sense, like me. Jay. Uh, we know if the Knicks have any chance to win the series, it's going to be a long series if they do it. So to come out 1-0 is huge. It's enormous, you know, to to, to be ahead right now. Um, and like you said, it got dicey towards the end. To be up 10 and then to go down, you know, with, with only like between two and three minutes to go, they, they really played great and, and, and you know, took the win from, from a Did good they? team. They played great. Dude, we we won game one on the road in Cleveland against a higher seed without playing great. Look, you could say that, you but couldn't the, shoot you know, for shit, the Cavs so, had I their mean, own yeah. issues as well. You know, as good as Mitchell was and as good as Garland looked through most of the game, they had a lot of other areas where, you know, they, they struggled immensely. They both did. Both yeah. teams did. But guys that, I mean, we know RJ is not consistent, but... Terrible offensively yeah, tonight. Did not play well. Just not a lot of production from Grimes, Barrett, Robinson. Quickly. Like key parts that you do expect yeah. a little more. That that that's that's a good point. And and the fact that our bench outscored their bench thirty seven to fourteen, and that's with quickly giving you three points. Okay. And he's yep. usually the guy that, that's leading that squad. I mean, you you compare the benches of these teams. We've got quickly, we've got Hart, we got Hart and Sean, we got Obi. They've got coming off the bench Levert, Wade, Rubio, and Chetty Osmond. So I mean, that's a clear cut edge that the Knicks are going to have throughout this entire series. And you're right, where we usually get our production from, we didn't get it from uh, this game. Yeah, I mean, their starters play. You look at their starters' minutes; they don't play their bench much. Uh, 44 minutes for Mitchell, 43 minutes for Garland, 43 minutes for Allen, 38 for Mobley. Like, what happens as the series goes on? And the Knicks bench is what they are. And we're, our guys, Thibodeau, who we all think he plays our guys too much or used to think that way. I think Thibodeau's in our good graces now. But 34 minutes was the max. That was Randall tonight. 37 guys play 10 minutes or more. That's it. For the for the Cavs, yeah. I mean, they're playing nine guys, but two of those guys barely played at all. Yeah, I mean, when you when you combine the amount of minutes that their starters are going to be playing for the reasons you just said and, and and the proof you just showed, you know, with this particular game as as the prime example, combine that with how much they're going to get beat up by this Knicks team that plays so tough. Um, you know, Randall pounding everybody. The entire team is is, is a tougher, stronger team than these guys are over there. You know, you got Allen and Mobley, who you know, as good as they are, you know, nobody's calling them tough players. They're, they're you know, they're they're thin, frail guys. You know, Garland, Mitchell, those guys. Um, but then you look at the Knicks, you know, with Josh Hart, Jalen Brunson, who's a warrior, Julius Randle, who proves it day in and day out, RJ, even you know, the, uh, Hartenstein, Robinson, who battles. They're going to put a pounding to this Cavs team, and it's going to, you know, we we hope it's going to tire them out. If, if you look at the the numbers, we got ninety minutes out of our bench uh, approximately, and they got forty eight. Yeah, yeah, you got, you got to hope yeah. that and the like longer thirty six yeah. of that was from two people. Got to hope that the longer the series goes, like that ends up becoming a huge advantage. Now I'm saying four, but it does go long. I really do think we can win this in like five games. No joke. But if this does go long, you, you got to think that gives us a bit of an advantage because of those reasons. Mm. But dude, MVP of the game. Are we all in agreement? It's got to be Josh Hart, right? He was he was amazing. Great game. Has to be. I really, I could not believe when he stayed in the game. And he literally made that three limping. He looked like he was great. At first, I thought he was so... When that happened in real time, he made the three. I thought he was smiling. Then they showed the replay. And you could see he was grimacing. 
yeah. after he met that made that three. He was in pain. He was playing through. Incredible. And then Quentin Grimes, I saw a tweet by someone. Quentin Grimes got put on Donovan, Donovan when he came back in the game. And I don't think Donovan scored again. And Donovan was on fire. Yeah. 38 points for Donovan Mitchell. I guess he was on fire. 14 for 30 from the field. Six for 16 from three. It just felt like he was. He brought them all the way back. Yeah, yeah, no, he had a huge... Uh, a bunch of shots down the stretch. Yeah, that, that that was inching them back. A couple of big, big threes. He was doing his thing. And I was thinking during this game when, when Randall got off that good start and the Knicks got off to a good start in general, because I know that, I mean, it was like a month ago or so, we were all thinking like, what is there a chance we could surpass Cleveland and get home court? And everyone was debating, would you rather have home court or or start on the road. Obviously, you'd want home court, but maybe blessing in disguise here that the Knicks were able to start on the road, not have that pressure. It's not a must win. You can't lose the home court advantage. You know, Randall gets to get away from, I don't know, we all feel like sometimes he struggles at home. It was good getting, I mean, could it be any better getting that first No, I mean, obviously you like can't, you, you can't win a series unless you win a road game. It's impossible. So the fact that they, they, you know, they already secured the fact that it's, you know, that they can do it now. Um, yeah, it's huge. Jalen Brunson went down early with those two fouls, right? And then it got a third and only played nine minutes in the first half. Yeah. Not a lot. I mean, just a lot of re and quickly, quickly did nothing. Like you put all this yeah. together. I'm just, no. it is very shocking, even though I predicted a sweep that they pulled through. Just that they had a lot of stuff going against them. Randall's first game back in a while. Foul trouble, early foul trouble for their leader. Quickly, their sixth man doing nothing. RJ doing nothing. It's a really interesting game. And they, they just pulled it through with their grit. Yep. And, and one of the keys to this game, you know, besides Josh Hart, was, um, and, and it's really been true for the Knicks this entire season, was rebounding. You know, they out-rebounded the Cavs 51 to 38. Mm. On the offensive glass, 17 to 11. Josh Hart and Robinson had five apiece, okay, on, on the offensive glass. so and, and that was huge for them, as it always is. You know, and the Cavs knew this going into the game. You know, their coaching staff talked about it going to the game, that that was one of the Knicks' strength that they were going to have to try to combat, and they still couldn't do it. Yeah, did you see that? You hear that soundbite from Mitchell Robinson this past week when he was asked about their, their bigs? Did you hear that one in the locker room? You didn't hear that one? Jay, did oh, you hear um... He was asked about playing against such a big front court like Mobley and Jared Allen, yeah, and how how you contend with that. And Mitchell was like, "You see our guys, see we got a, we got a few <laughs> yeah, big guys too. Like we're yeah. pretty good too." Well, yeah, they proved it tonight, fifty-one to yeah. thirty-eight against these two big, really good guys. Mitchell Robinson six and eight on the night, no blocks. Not a big not a big game for Mitchell, but yeah, Isaiah has been playing so well. Off the bench, that they're just combined. They're doing a great job. They he missed two shots too. I wonder when the last time was that Mitch missed two shots in a game. Oh well, there was the alley oop that he missed, right. which then, would have been awesome. And that layup, you know, he that had missed down. that layup, that like oh, easy yeah. layup. I missed that oh yeah, bad. yeah, wide open bad. layup. Yep. Yeah. Blandy, did you pull one some more, sound uh, for for us, or one more thing? I did got, one more. Yeah. Well, I'm getting it ready. One more thing on the our bench versus theirs. Uh, our bench was plus forty four, and their bench was minus thirty six. So wow, I mean, that's bad. It's crazy that for them, bad. clearly. Um, yeah, I've got some sound here. Uh, I've got six different clips. Um, let's see. Just talking about uh, since we were just talking about our guys and and our big guys. This is actually from from the Cavs. This is Darius Garland just talking about the physicality of the Knicks. Oh. New York is a physical team, so we have to be more physical than they are down the stretch. Uh, we have to hit first, and I think we just uh, kind of just laid down a little bit and just let them just get a couple important offensive rebounds, and I think that's what changed the game. Wow, so soft-spoken. Yeah. yeah, he talked about earlier in the like before that part, uh, just about how the Knicks came out and hit them first, and and they just they weren't able to recover. Um, let's see what else we got here. Let's, uh, here's Jalen Brunson on, uh, Josh Hart. Let's 
it's, you know, it's, hold on, it's, it's kind of low. The question you can, you can never hear, of course. No, so just leave it in there. It makes a lot of sense. Is someone talking right now? Is that Jalen? Yeah. Okay, forget this one. Can't hear it. All right, I got what, what, it. I mean, this is from Twitter, so what, it's, 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 what else do you have? Right, the, uh, I've got Obi on uh, Jalen Brunson. Hopefully, this sounds better. The last two minutes of the game, how would you describe the execution from Jalen in, in terms of organizing this team? A special player, for sure. Um, put the ball, the ball in his hand. It's going to be a lot of, a lot of good that's going to come out of this. So, it's a great, great player. Okay, wow. Good quality audio coming from you, Blandy. Well, how about, not, how about Obi? Obi I've got other Obi stuff. Obi had 14 minutes, nine points, four boards. Good to see. I mean, he obviously finished the season just like he seems to do every season when he finally gets minutes. Yeah. Finished off the season real strong. Um, and he had, I think he earned that playing time tonight. Who knows if he would have even played yeah. if he didn't finish the season. He had like three, that. ran the break, and got, you know, that, that dunk. You know, he, he, yeah, no, he, he played, played well. well. He, did, he did what he does, you know. He had one. He had one dunk. Didn't you think it should have been like an and one? His like legs were taken out from him underneath him, and he went down. Well, yeah. Well, for most of this game, the whistle wasn't being blown. You know, the refs just yeah. swallowed the whistle. They they weren't calling anything, and then you know, then finally they it went the opposite way. All right, Blandy. What what? I've got more what other shit. Wanna, do you want to play? Out? To Is there anything good you got? Uh, I've got RJ. Time, I've I've got I've got Tibbs talking about the win and how they have to play better if they want. All right, let's hear from you Tibbs. Know. Cleveland goes up one. Uh, in the last two again, it's the. No, what is going? Something must have happened because this is not how bad it was when I when I got. You can't even wow. hear it. It's weird. This is fantastic. All right, Barry, why don't you tell us as Tibbs how the game yeah. was tonight? Well, you know, when you're playing a team like. Like the Cavaliers, they got a lot of talent. You know, um, you got to box out. You got players like Mobley, Jared Allen, and they're, they're going to make your work for it, you know. Um, but you got to take a win like this. You got to learn from it. You know, you can't just uh, you can't just rest. You got to look ahead. We're going to look at the film. We're going to get back there. And, um, yeah. What would you think about Tibbs? What would you think about Derek Rose tonight on the bench? Derek's been great for us. Yeah. You know, uh, he keeps the seat warm for the guys when they come back, uh, you know, into the timeout. Um, he, uh, the, the way he claps his hands, you, you can't yeah. really hear it on the audio on the TV, but it's got this great sound um, like Snap. he's standing off on the side of a putting Snap green at a golf yeah. course. Wow. Uh, I'm looking, by the way, on Twitter right now, and yeah, that's how horrible the video is from... It's uh, the Knicks videos from SNY. It's 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 all, all right, pretty bad. Let's listen there, to some voicemails. Do you have okay. unless you've got uh, something? I do want to say that, Do you have something audible? There, there is a clip um, of Bickerstaff talking about how the bench has to give them a spark if they're going to. Um, Barry, do we want to hear it? Do we want to hear it? No. Yeah, and it's again the audio quality is not so great. That's why I'm. Let me just see if this one. Did you find all these Julius. clips for Blandy, Barry? All that work yeah, you put in for hard. nothing. Yeah, they're no good. None of them are any good. For you, RJ, you know, the shots not falling. There's, they this sound one good on RJ my iPhone, good. Craig. Yeah, what's, I don't understand. The RJ one is from the locker room. It's not None of the ones from the actual press conference sound any good. The RJ one is from the locker room. You think room. that you on Twitter that everyone's posting audio that you can't hear? Yeah, I want to hear it. Uh, RJ is probably, even though they won, he's probably depressed. I want to hear a depressed yeah. RJ. Because mm, I'm sure he better be depressed with himself. Should be. And for you, RJ, you know, the shot's not falling the way no, you wanted it to. I know that, but the six assists, the fourth field, I mean, the way that you were able to impact this game doing everything else, how would you describe the little things it took to get this one done? Man, you know, just from top to bottom. Uh, you know, I didn't have my shot going tonight, but you know, I was able to, you know, make plays, you know, uh, play, play defense. You know, so doing everything, that's how you that's how you win games, yeah. you know, hustle and, and it's really a team effort. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we need more water, RJ. Him. All right, you want the voicemails? Yeah, let's do the voicemails. Let's see what we got. Okay. We got we got a few we got a couple here from before the game tonight, but I thought it was important to play. One's a first time caller. Okay. And and then Dr. Dickey called in with a life update, guys. Life update. So then Dr. what do you Dickey. want me to go with first? Let's then. do Dr. Dickey first. Okay. 
Yo, Dr. Dickey here. What up, gentlemen? Been a minute. Been real busy. Uh, have paid attention to the pods, have not been able to call in or anything like that, though. But uh just wanted to fill y'all in real quick. Yesterday was my last day at Crumble. I quit the job wow. to uh, start my own music record label. So we're going for the dream. But it's neither here nor there. Hope the pod's going to do well. I'm one episode behind, but I'll catch up later. All right. Peace. Dr. Dickey was... was- Going up the corporate ladder at Crumble. Didn't he become a manager in spite of shitting in his pants at the <laughs> store within months? And now he has left. Yeah. Does he really does like he said he quit? Like, is that what you do when your parents are in charge? Do you do you really quit or how does that work? I think you can still quit. Yeah. Why can't he quit? I, I mean, does he have to give them two weeks' notice or or no? How does that work? I'm really curious about this record label. Dickie did send me some beats, and they were pretty good. I sent them to you guys. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. think it was good? It was good. You liked yeah. it? Yes. I got into it. So he's looking to, like, find artists, I guess? That's what I thought. That's what I thought when he said, when he left this voicemail, but maybe he's making beats and hoping to sell them? Well, good luck to him. No more slinging cookies for Dr. Dickie. All right, Blandy, go to, go to, I think, Eric. Okay, first time caller, Eric. Hello, my name is Eric. This is my first time calling. Living upstate New York. I'm calling you on Saturday, April 8th, so we'll probably hear from you guys in about a month. (laughs) Uh, I've had a few Miller lights, so uh, just bear with me for one moment. I'll keep it short. I just want to say one Freaking thing. Emmanuel Quickly is the sixth man of the freaking year. And I'm tired of this fucking narrative that he started too many games. Because I'll tell you what, Lou Williams, when he started 19 games, we didn't hear that. Lamar Odom, when he started 35 games, we didn't hear that. Manu Ginobili, greatest sixth man of all time, started like 23 freaking games. Come on, man. And it's just this anti-Knicks agenda, man. The Knicks have been the punching bag of Twitter because they have stunk forever, but now we're freaking good and people don't know how to fucking deal with it. Don't deal with it, people. Anyway, that's all I got to say. Put some respect on Emmanuel Quickly's name. Thanks for taking my call. It's a hard Knicks freaking life. Wow, Eric. Eric, very passionate about the Sixth Man of the Year award. Do you guys give a shit um, who wins the Sixth Man of the Year? And and if Quickly doesn't win the Sixth Man of the Year, does that mean people don't respect him? No. I do, I do think there's a lot of crap, on, at least on Twitter, about how Malcolm Brogdon should should be the winner because Quickly started too many games. But it's, it's I mean, I think, I think it should be Quickly. I mean, because clearly, like, Brogdon's not, he's not really the Celtics sixth man quickly is the sixth man the whole idea of the sixth man is somebody who can move up and take that starting spot if necessary the guy who's coming right off the bench the first one off the bench i i do think that there's a little bit of anti-nick stuff against it uh, against him and his candidacy would mean brogdon brogdon is not doesn't is he not the sixth man? He's not man? there. He's not their first guy off the is bench. Is quickly their first guy off the bench? What, are, are you being a little? Uh, well, quickly well, is I, our I first guy when, off the bench. Usually, RJ comes out and quickly subs in. He's I mean, literally, it he's literally the first the guy game. off does the bench. Not, and when, not when somebody gets hurt, he, he no, moves into the starting there's lineup. There's no person that's always the same. Yeah, if somebody gets hurt in this position, he moves in the starting lineup. Well, they could shift things around. I, th- I think I think there's too much of this. He started too many games. Crap. I mean, I agree with that, of course. Right, but like, I don't know. Is you could argue that Josh Hart's our sixth man since he came to this team. But I do I do think quickly deserves the award. <laughs> Who's more valuable off the bench, Emmanuel Quickly or Josh Hart? Josh Hart. Thank you. <laughs> maybe a little recency bias right there but oh come on it's an easy it's so obvious who's more valuable to this team off the bench 
Josh Hart. Uh, they're both they're both oh, valuable. Craig quickly does it. so much though. Um, He's one of their top defenders. So it's a so Josh Hart is not the most valuable guy off the bench. No, I'm just saying. But Josh Josh Hart has spent how many games here? Yeah, and and I'm just Josh I'm not Hart. saying he deserves a six man of the year award. I'm just saying right now. It's just I just think it's funny that right now, yes, we could all we all think Emmanuel quickly deserves the award, but actually, Josh no, Hart no, no. is the best guy off our bench. No, no, no. no. If, 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 if you're rating basketball players, though, in this league, Emmanuel quickly is going to come up above Josh Hart, as he should. I know all the intangibles and 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 the tangible stuff that Josh Hart gives you, but quickly is is is, is a fuller player that embodies so much more. That's going to you know, he handles the ball. You know, Josh Hart doesn't so do that. Josh I know Hart. Josh Hart's going to get you offensive rebounds, but okay, so that's five extra possessions that you're going to get because Josh Hart hustles his ass off. Super important, but quickly is controlling, you know, 40 possessions, you know, in this game for you. I don't know. You know, because he's the ball handler. Right. Aren't Josh Hart's numbers even better than quickly since he came here? No. No. Better than quickly? How can that be? No. I don't know, I Quickly, to over his last eight games, they showed a, a graphic on ESPN. He was averaging like twenty-eight oh, points. Oh, yeah, because he was starting like forty-something from three, and like yeah, because he was getting starter minutes. Who else do we have? Oh, we didn't listen to Ralph. Ralph only called twice no. during this game. I apologize, Ralph, because I'm sure you called a bunch over these past couple weeks. But it seems silly to play a bunch of Ralph regular season voicemails when games meant nothing. So, I apologize. One day we will release all the Ralph voicemails just as, as, <laughs> as its tapes. own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we maybe we need to do that for the season and rewind. It's just an entire show of Ralph calls. We could do that. Um, right, why don't you go. play Ralph's one, one here call we go. from tonight? Next win, next win, next win. It was a dog fight. Wait a second. That was for... Mayor Donovan Mitchell, but we have got Brunson. That was after game one? Yeah. And that's... Those oh, are the what only a disappointment. He called, he called that, one... They called that sounds one like a mid-season win, that call. Maybe he's tired. He's tired of calling and get and not even hearing his yeah. voice on the show. Dude, I was yelling so loud in my house and I wasn't calling into anywhere. Nobody nobody was here to listen to it and I was fucking yelling like crazy. Everybody does a playoff game differently, Barry. I actually wasn't yelling at all during the game. Really? I, maybe, maybe I sit there all so nervous the whole game. <laughs> I do not I, I yelled a bunch of times, man. Oh, wow. Maybe maybe he had gotten out of hand and Janie was like, Ralph, you you need to calm your ass down. We don't know. We don't maybe, know. What's going maybe on over Janie's there. just tired of it all and she gives him <laughs> drugs to keep him calm. I mean, I do think it's crazy that he only called in like twice, once or twice. twice. But you know, yeah, I would have. I, I was looking. For, I would say I was looking forward to playing a whole slew of Ralph voicemails from tonight. But yeah, one at the beginning saying they were watching, it, it and then been, one at the end. It would have ni- been nice to have heard like how he felt when we went down by one there towards the very end, and then just to hear how he had rebounded from that. But. Maybe he's got stuff going on, Barry. We don't know what's going on over there. Maybe yeah. it's actually not that enjoyable to be calling and leaving voicemails when you're trying to watch a fucking game. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That. I wouldn't want to. Would you want to do that? I wouldn't want to no. do that. Hell no. <laughs> I barely want my... I don't, we, we don't want our kids to even sit on the couch we're on. He's calling up our voicemail over and over yeah, again. Maybe Janie said, sit down. Don't worry about calling them. Enjoy the game and and, you know... Enjoy the Do game. You, Let's Ralph, look not- at beautiful Thibodeau. That beard. Kids is a hottie with that facial hair. Plenty, mm. <laughs> ready to go. Say what? Uh, <laughs> A little back uh, and forth. Yeah. Is that two separate ones or one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Those are two separate ones. Wow. All right. Then we got a couple of, I think we have a couple of voicemails from tonight, actually. Yeah. Nice. Here we go. Hey, yo, in the words of Murder Jim, we won. 
What? I don't know, man. This game is really hard. You know, just uh, I mean, it's a pretty tough game, and you know, we still get on top. Do you, Brandon? And Come on. Uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell basically dropped forty points on us, so we still won. We still got the W. It's gonna be a good series. Um, looking forward to game two. Hopefully, we can get a little more out of Julius. I didn't see him go crazy. That was good. Everybody played well. Hopefully, we get more for quickly. But, uh, hey, man, I'm, I'm good with the W. Wasn't easy, but it's playoffs, baby. This is B&E Brandon, breaking and entering Brandon. Huh. What? I don't know. Let's see if it sticks. <laughs> B&E Brandon. Did, did either one of you get nervous because you, you brought Brandon there when uh... – there was that play, I guess, who did he hit in the face? Was it Darius Garland? No, Isaac Okoro. Kind of stuck in, oh, that's, yeah, and then and then he started to go at the ref a little bit after the, the timeout. He comes a little aggressive, yeah. He and comes then I started, I, I started to, to worry that we were, you know, that we were going to have an issue, and Barrett was there, and luckily it it, it didn't seem like it became anything, so. No, he was under control. He was under control He was upset that he wasn't getting foul calls. yeah. But I, for a second or two, I was I was worried that he was gonna, you know. Randall was a, perfectly a out of control tonight. The perfect amount of out of control. Right. Perfect. Where, like when he was taunting the crowd at that moment, he's getting under the skin. He's being physical. I mean, that's what you want. So yeah, he's the, the, he the, the captain is gonna the hate line. Randall because he is always he always does get in those shots that are like very on the on the borderline of is it a flagrant foul or is it a right. basketball move a basketball move you know yeah who did he catch was it a coral that he caught with the elbow and then the there face? was a couple other times where they didn't call anything and he did the same thing you know he's always given the elbows to these guys absolutely I mean, he is, he's also the a most, big dude exactly though. he's the most imposing physical he's a huge guy physical dude on that, on that floor he's massive yeah and it's interesting so so the Knicks now have a player like that that the Cavs will hate the Cavaliers, however, they're a very likable team. I mean, it, it's rare that there aren't any like assholes or douchebags on the other team that you're playing. This team doesn't have them. They're a fun team. You know, they're, they're a great team, a likable team. Um, it's uh, you, you respect them, what they've done this season. It's going to be a hard-fought series. And I think both teams will respect each other, but definitely Randall is going to get under the skin of not only the fan base, but a, a lot of the players on that team too. Oddly enough, that's like a good role for him. You know, like being that guy. He is, like yeah. you said, he is so much stronger than everyone and he's so he's physical. And it's, he really fits well in that role of being the guy that the other team does not want to see coming down the lane, you know, because he's going to, his, his arms are big, his elbows are big, his legs are right. going <laughs> to. And sometimes know. there's guys that'll play like that where they float, you know, they'll flail their arms around hoping to catch somebody, but they're like skinny guys. He's a huge, intimidating dude with a lot of strength that's still doing that. So it's, yeah, I mean, guys are going to start to back down because they're not going to want to catch that. Well, Evan Mobley weighs about 215 pounds. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's like, Julius Randle could knock him over with a flick of his finger. I mean, he, he's got n- nothing on him. I mean, Jared Allen is, is much bigger, but I mean, come on. And Jay, you said, are you, were you getting nervous? But like with the way their bench has been playing and just the depth of the team and how well-rounded everyone is and how Obi contributes when he comes in and the way Hartenstein's playing. I was like, just worried I, that he was going to lose it. He was going to get a technical. I know, but like, it was I don't just going to spiral from there. I'm fine towing that line. I'm fine if once in a while he does – end up getting out of control because it's not that big of a loss. You know, they can still win the game. Even if he get, did get teed up and get kicked out. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I fucking like it, Barry. <laughs> I would get one more here, Craig. One more. Yeah, boys. That's how you do it. Is that hope to pay? Awesome game. Just incredible that Julius could come back after 17 days off and deliver that kind of performance. Um, and just love the fucking grit that Josh Hart brings to this team. And, uh, I mean, how fucking great is it to have an assassin for a point guard? Woo! Love it. It's good to win game one on the road. Now I get to blow a load. It's a hard on a mixed leg. 
Hotepe out. Oh my god, we're talking b- playoff blowjobs for Hotepe? Is it blowjobs? It's, it's just, it's just no. sex with his wife. It's right? just sex. It's sex. Yeah. Yeah. You think, I wonder if it's, is it any more special after a playoff win? Must mm. be. Right? I would think that it is. Right? Yeah, it should be. I mean, a, a, a win in the middle of January, what is that in terms, you know, compared to, to a, a game one of the playoffs? Yeah, the gravitas that a playoff win okay. holds? Absolutely. Plus a game one playoff win on the road in a year that ends mm. with an odd number. Yeah, I think you get to go in the third <laughs> input with that in one. A Midwestern, in yeah. a Midwestern state. So. All right. Are those all the voicemails? Uh, yes, right. that was it. Y'all hear that music? Is there news tonight? That is the question. Did you put oh, something together? A, yeah, oh, there's a ton of news. Actually. Oh, please don't tell us there's a ton. <laughs> ton. Is it audible? Or you're just going to say it, I guess. Can you slim it down? <laughs> yeah, no, there, I don't have any. There's a, Barry, do you want a ton of news? Would you want a ton of news tonight? I'll go through it quick. I want I'll the go, normal amount of news. Yeah, the normal. I'll give you give just us the bits. normal amount. All right, I'll give you a little bit. So we start off uh, just with um, Andrew Wiggins is back. All that time that he was off, you know, we'd mentioned that a few times. Turns out it apparently was a health issue with his dad. Played in the Warriors game. He's back. What was the health issue? Uh, who's not back? Zion Williamson. Oh, this is uh, this is favorite this, topic. I've, no, Kyrie would usually be my, my favorite. Well, I think when we talked about this the last time, I think we said he wasn't going to play again this year. And uh, that's when Barry said that Zion weeks are like dog years. Um, didn't come back. And then if you guys saw those quotes that he had before the the game, physically I'm fine now. It's just a matter of when I feel like Zion. I mean, Yeah, look. there was another quote that he had where it's like, um, it was like implying that he's, you know, able enough to play but he actually said he doesn't want to step on the court if it might sacrifice yeah, I, like the team the play of the team i understand the crazy, magnitude dude. of these games coming up i don't want to be out there hesitating or doing something that may affect my team in a bad dude, way dude you're zion dude, williamson you you're a generational fucking talent is he how the fuck can you think yes he is he still is when he's on the court but he's yes. never on the court so put yourself on the fucking when's court the last time he, on the when's court? the last time he played January, I think. And you don't like. I mean, he he missed the last four months of the so year with like a hamstring. He can't just come back. Hamstring. I understand. You don't understand what he's saying. Craig, did you see him? Back I don't. Like, I don't understand what he's saying. Game. I I don't understand what he's saying. Yes, it's a playing game. And they he hasn't home. played in four months. It doesn't but matter. He's... Him at fucking fifty percent is better. You know, than after look after Brent Brandon Ingram after C J McCollum. I don't care if he's at 50%. He's the fucking next guy. Come on. But 50%? He was dunking the ball. He was throwing down windmills in the pregame. Windmills. It, it does not make any sense. What are the... CJ McCollum the, came I don't know what Zion's afterwards. doing. I don't know if you saw what I don't he know said. what the Pelicans organization is doing. Would um, you want Zion on your yeah, team? This is f- ever? Well, ever... I mean, would it depends trade? what I'm what what I'm what I'm giving up to get him. Craig. Would you give up Emmanuel quickly for Zion Williamson? I can't. There you go. He doesn't. He doesn't play. <laughs> How he might as well be Evan Fournier. One for one, you wouldn't do that. I can't. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, Barry. That's. I mean, dude, the, the guy might not ever play. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. He's healthy enough to play, and he's not playing. You wouldn't give up it Emmanuel does, quickly does, really for Zion Williamson. Sense. For, it, it doesn't make sense. Well, Stephen A. Smith said it's starting to look suspicious. Yeah. Suspicious? What do you mean? What's going yeah. on? Like, is this, uh, he wants out of New Orleans. He got he signed his deal. And is this just his way of getting out of there? Oh, God. Where's he going? I'm sure New York and is, what, you're just is gonna, you, where he'll he's be. Got, but you, can, you can't get anything for him. What can you get for him right now? I'm sure. I'm sure if they wanted, if Barry they put him on the market. A six man. For because I don't know what the fucking story is with him. <laughs> it, yeah, it, no, like, I'm, I'm you know, with, Jason, you. Jason said in a text, like, how comical it was, and I said it's tragic, and I, I really think it is because of how good this guy is. You can't get on, you can't get on the court. Yeah, this is the quote from CJ McCollum, uh, I guess the day after. Availability is important. 
We've got to be available. We've got to do what we need to do off the court in terms of preparation, in terms of getting treatment, in terms of getting the right sleep, the right type of hydration, having the right type of diet. It's and been the same about, story for three years. He talked about how he had a thumb injury the past few months and he put it off <laughs> for thumb injury. The season. No, no. CJ McCollum. Oh. He said, I, I put it off because I, you know, even though it was affecting my play because, you know, I wanted to make the playoffs. So uh, it was just his way of saying, like, listen, we're all injured. A thumb yeah. injury? What's next? <laughs> oh, my God. How do you injure his thumb? Eating a burrito? Yeah. His thumb was in the burrito and he ate it? <laughs> you know that that right type of diet part of that was, was definitely aimed He's at eating so many oh, hot yeah. dogs, he can't even figure out which one's his thumb and which one's the hot dog. He's just fucking all over the place. Oh, my God. Zion. No, I agree. I wouldn't trade fucking anybody for him. Burn his thumb in a hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> he eats so much. He's yeah. He's hurt his thumb. He eats so much. This is ridiculous. Um, John Morant, another one uh, that we talk about a lot, has filed a countersuit against the teenager suing him, accusing the teenager of slander, battery, and assault. So yeah, okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah, you're a 20-something-year-old man filing a charge against a 17-year-old. Sure. Uh, Miles Bridges, the, the hits keep coming here. Oh, what a joke really? this is. Um, suspended for 30 games without pay as a result of, of what happened last offseason. He didn't play at all this year, didn't sign with the team. And the NBA has decided that they're, ban they're suspending him for 30 games. And because he sat out all this year, they're going to count that as 20 games. So whoever he signs with... He's got to miss the first 10 games next year. It's absolutely asinine. But Is I'm anybody sure. going to sign him? I'm, yeah. I'm sure will. somebody will. Of course they will. Uh, Sean Kemp. Yeah. Former NBA All-Star. I guess this Sean is what Kemp happens when they do a show. In a oh, month. yeah, you that's right. all this fucking news that's old. This is well, it's Friday. <laughs> okay. But but the shooting happened like a month ago. But yeah, yeah, right, sure. yeah, I remember Last, that. Yeah. All right. So I won't tell you that. Forget it. Um, we didn't talk at all about the the Mavs and they're fine. Oh yeah, seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, yeah. So so the league gets the money for the fine, and the Mavs get to keep their pick, and we get shit. So where is there any like? How does that work? What, that okay? what was our punishment for Brunson? Was did we lose anything? Yeah, I think we lost like a second round. So pick. why can't they lose a second round pick for that? Well, At it's least. a different offense. You know, tampering and tanking are two different things. Right, but like it, it directly affected us, and yet we don't get anything out of it. The, the league gets richer off of it. And 750 grand yes. to Mark Cuban is what? It's, it's, I agree. It's ashtray. I, ag I agree. Change. What they did was far worse because Brunson could have signed with us anyway. They had a, they did something that directly affected the, the lottery standings. Without a doubt, Brunson. And what, so what? The Knicks, so what? Like, the Knicks spoke to Brunson before. I mean, his father's on the coaching staff. Everybody talks to everyone. Like it's such a fucking joke that tampering is even a thing. Yeah, yeah, that shouldn't be a thing. But but the the Knicks said at what like a like a fifteen percent chance or a ten percent chance that the pick can fall to eleven, something like that. Yeah, but I mean, like, in all likelihood, it's not going to fall. No. But yeah, I mean, so what are they really? What are they, but, uh, yeah, you got that. Uh, I mean, do you want to talk about the finalists for any of the awards? I mean, we know Brunson's sure. up for most Tell improved us, and Quickly's up for are. sixth. Yeah. Oh, You're doing okay. it anyway, so. Um, do you want to talk about the finalists for any of the awards? I mean, you know, you know Quickly's up for six. We... I only mentioned the two Knicks. That's it. <laughs> okay. I mentioned the two Knicks. Yeah, yeah. So tell us. Oh, jeez. Uh, MVP, we got Giannis and Embiid and Jokic. For Defensive Player of the Year, it's Jaron Jackson Jr., Brooke Lopez, and Evan Mobley. Mm. Most improved, it's Brunson, um, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and Laurie Markkinen. Uh, rookie of the Year, Boncaro, Walker Kessler, and Jalen Williams. And then six-man, Brogdon, Portis Jr., and, and Quickly. Then there's like other stupid shit here. Like Clutch Player of the Year? Is, since when is that a thing? That's a thing? That's an award now? I think maybe last year was the first year? It's an official award. Like, what the hell is that? And who cares about coaching here? No big deal. So. <laughs> but there you go. That's the, That's the way. There you go. The basketball bounces. All right, guys. 
that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's thehardnextlife at gmail.com. Call us. Barry, do they want to call us? Of course they call do. Us during you the kidding playoffs. me? It's the this playoffs, is the best dude. Time of the year to call. 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-336-3741. If you... Uh, here's an idea. During the playoffs, when we win, it's going to be a lot. Let's face it. Call in with your reaction. Your, your Ralph reaction. Love it. Would, would it not be great to play those at the start of every show? Oh, yeah. We're going to be winning. Ton. People being excited. Yeah, even um, yeah, even like your overall impression from the game. As long as you you know, you keep it concise. Just or just call in and be a maniac. Just be a maniac for ten seconds, and we will get you on. Upcoming schedule, Blandy. Who's up? Actually, you've been talking for a while, um, Barry. Who's 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 coming up? Who's, Who's coming, coming up? <laughs> Who are we playing? Who are we playing over the next couple Oh, I don't know. Weeks? I'm going to have to pull it up on my Even, phone, Craig. You don't uh, need to go, by the way, you don't need to go past the next three games. Three? Can't I just go game two, Tuesday night, right, go game 7.30? Two, Tuesday night. There you go. Game two in Cleveland? Who are we playing? We're playing Cleveland at Cleveland Tuesday night. All right, and, guys. Uh, uh, how, how, how can we not? Can we just give a quick shout out to Tom Thibodeau, please? Like the real Tom Thibodeau? Yes, wow. go do it. Thank you. Because he's done such a good job this season. Great job. He did a great You're job right. tonight. You know, he always, like this year at least, he always seems to put the like the right five guys on the floor. Mm-hmm. When he subbed in, you know, Hartenstein even at the end. And like the, the, the guys to close out this game, Grimes, <clears throat> Josh Hart, Brunson, Randall, and Hartenstein just seemed like the right group of guys. It seemed like they might need a little bit of offense, even though Hartenstein didn't end up contributing on the offensive end. It looked like they might need it because they were down when he came in, and Robinson wasn't really giving it to him. I know he's just been a really, he did a really great job of of, of reading the room, right? He's been a lot more flexible, absolutely, than, and and than, playing it like he should, not relying on what he used to rely on he's actually relying on what he sees that particular night and who has it he's he's been great he does not get enough credit he's not fun no. to talk about you know but but he has created a team here that has he an deserves and they're all playing their asses off and they're legitimately one of the better teams in the fucking NBA and, how and he deserves credit because that. the shit that he was being criticized for before you can't criticize him for that now, so you got to give him the credit for the, for that shit. He's got a team that believes in each other. They're all tight. They love each other. You know, like this is it's they've really put together. He and he's the reason for it. It's a this is a great team to watch. It it is it is and it's a great team. You're right. They they play they play the right way. That's all. Unreal. How far it's gone. All right, guys, until next time, it is a hard Nick's life. That's a heavy breathing right there. It's a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.